Holy Trinity Catholic Church from Beaverton, Oregon. Good morning, everybody. Very happy Mother's Day to all of our uh, moms and grandmas out there and our godmothers. Uh, good to have you with us. Happy day to you. And uh, thanks to all of you who got up extra early to come to Mass with Mom this morning. Grateful you're here, too. This time of year when we do uh, graduations, there's a famous YouTube clip that I always like to look back at. This is um, Admiral William McRaven's 2014 commencement speech at the University of Texas. So for those of you, of you who might not know, McRaven is a career Navy SEAL, and what he chose to talk about uh, during that talk was life lessons that he had learned through basic SEAL training. So something that I learned is only 20% of those who begin SEAL training actually are able to make it all the way through. And if you think about the fact that those who start are actually already pretty elite, you can imagine how tough it must be. But here's what I found so interesting. Very often, it's not the biggest or the strongest or the most athletic guys who are able to make it through, as I would think. Instead, those who are able to endure the relentless, grueling, physical and mental testing designed to exploit every weakness we have, right, are those who, despite truly daunting adversity, are able to step out of themselves, reach out, lift up, and gather in their fellow students. So, for example, uh, McRaven talks about Wednesday of what's called Hell Week, which is towards the end of the training, when by this point everybody is bruised and bloody and just thoroughly exhausted, and they're marched down to the mudflats between San Diego and Tijuana, and there they're immersed literally up to their necks in freezing cold mud. And not just for an hour or so, for 15 hours. 15 hours. So this is what McRaven says. He says, the mud consumed each man till there was nothing visible but our heads. The instructors told us that we could leave the mud if only five men would quit, just five, and then we could get out of the oppressive cold. Looking around, it was apparent that some students were about to give up. It was still over eight hours till the sun came up, eight more hours of bone-chilling cold. The chattering teeth and shivering moans of the trainees were so loud that it was hard to hear anything. But then, one voice began to echo through the night, one voice raised in song. The song was terribly out of tune, but sung with great enthusiasm. One voice became two, two became three, and before long, everyone in the class was singing. The instructors threatened us with more time in the mud if we kept up the singing, but the singing persisted. And somehow, the mud seemed a little warmer, the wind a little tamer, and the dawn not so far away. Friends, knowing that we are not alone is an immense source of hope. Accompanying someone who's going through something awful is one of the best ways we have of making it better. I think there's probably, there's almost nothing that can't be endured when we can endure it with somebody else, when we know we're not alone. And in light of that, isn't it interesting how often in our post-Easter Easter Gospels, Jesus assures us 
we are never alone, right? Today he says, I will not leave you orphans. I will not. I will come to you. I am in the Father. You are in me. I am in you. That phrase, the body of Christ, we throw that around a lot, usually in reference to the Eucharist, sometimes a little glibly, but it's important to remember, we too are the body of Christ. We are. Christ, church isn't just a club that we attend because it's comfortable. It's not just a support group we go to to give us strength for our week. It's a mission, a God-given charge to be Jesus' eyes on the lookout for the lonely and the forgotten, to be his feet running to meet those who are lost or struggling, and to be his hands stretched out to those who are discouraged or suffering. That's what the meaning and purpose of our lives is. And when we do that, when we connect with people, it's not just us they connect with. We're the body of Christ. So whether they realize it or not, it's the Lord they're connecting with, whose body we are, in whose hearts he dwells. The world in our time is really, really good at scattering. Think about how divided we are. And did you know, by the way, the root meaning of demonic is just that. It's to scatter. The Greek word means to scatter or to divide. And if you look around, we're divided by so many things, right? Race and politics and religion and gender and ideology and we can go on and on. And there truly is something demonic about our situation. So many of us no longer have any clue about what we hold in common. We don't know where we belong. We don't even know what to live for. And the results are what we see all around us. Sky-high rates of depression and anxiety and loneliness and suicide. Most alarmingly, among the young. Nick was telling Father Bill and I a few weeks ago that so many young adults, once they finish school, no longer have close friends. They have followers, social media followers, but followers are not friends. A follower isn't going to be there for you when you're up to your neck in the mud. So friends, this is our mission field. These are the times for which God has chosen each one of us intentionally, particularly. It's not an accident you're here where you are, when you are. Our call, like Philip's in our first reading, is not to despair in the face of adversity, and it's certainly not to contribute to all the scattering going on around us through labeling or judgment or circling the wagons. Friends, we have Jesus on our side. We have Jesus in our hearts. So we need to be assertive, bold, dare. Dare to connect with others, even if they make you uncomfortable, even if you disagree with them. Even if you can't solve their problems, you can lift them up in prayer, by a word of encouragement, by an invitation to do something, no matter how simple. I'm guessing all of us have someone in our life who needs a little encouragement, maybe even a simple hello, an invitation to go for a walk. So your homework this week is to find that person, whoever that is, find them, notice them, gather them in, be their connection with the love of Christ. Last night, we celebrated our uh, international festival. You know, here at Holy Trinity, we come from so many different backgrounds and cultures and countries and language groups and planets and... Um, <laughs> 
I saw, saw that. that. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry about that. You know, we don't all look the same way. We don't all think the same way. We don't all vote the same way. And yet here we are, gathered around this one table. It works. We know it works. So take what we have here, take who we have here, and bring it to those who don't yet know that it works. Dare to be a rebel, you guys. Be a rebel. When the world insists on scattering, dare to gather instead. Thank you for joining us. You can learn more on our parish website at h-t.org. We hope that you will subscribe to our YouTube channel or try and join us for Mass if you're local. Again, all the information will be on h-t.org.